Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored, presented by my good friends over at Burns and McCoy. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you're watching or listening. Just go ahead, take a second, and click on that subscribe button. Then if you're able, go ahead and share it with your friends. Today's episode, we're going to point out some of the worst people in the world. And if you don't agree with me, that means you're one of the worst people in the world. Plus, I give you a horrible diet plan if you're looking to lose some weight after the holidays or before the holidays. Either way, I'll put you in the wrong direction. Plus, thinking outside the box when it comes to pigs and a review of the new Ghostbusters movie, Afterlife. Just saw it. I'll tell you my thoughts on that. But first, do yourself and your family, your friends a favor. Grab some Burns and McCoy. They got amazing hot sauce. I say it every single episode because it's completely true. Amazing hot sauce. But they also have amazing salsas, dressings, mustards, margarita mix, Bloody Mary mix. Burns and McCoy is a family-run business. Their goal is to bring you only the best products made with the finest ingredients. Food should be fun, and they provide that fun with each unique flavor profile they offer. They're available at all grocery stores in the front range, or you can just check them out at burnsandmccoy.com. All right. Two kinds of people in this world. Yeah, I'm getting right to the meat, okay? Two kinds of people in this world. Those who hustle while crossing the crosswalk and those who take their sweet-ass time. Which one of those are you? I'll tell you who I am. I'm the one that hustles across. I'm being courteous to the drivers, okay? I know they're busy. I know they got places to go. Plus, it's good exercise for me to hustle, right? No, no, there's a lot of people out there that like to just take their sweet old time. I know several people like that. And it, and it blew my, my mind once I started traveling, when I used to work uh, at the radio station. A lot of my coworkers, I would say like 90% of them, were all those sweet-ass, take-their-time kind of guys. Huh? I, I don't know why I called them sweet asses, but hey, compliment followed by a backhanded slap in the face. Here's the thing. I was very surprised when I would be walking somewhere with my coworkers, Mike Evans, and he would just like slowly just drag his feet across as we're walking across the street. We'd be at a four-way stop and we're walking across and he's just <laughs> taking a sweet old time. As Mark Schler said, he's got, what did he say? Soft feet, soft feet. Doesn't want to, you know, Get any calluses on those things. Taking a sweet old time. I'm driving my kids to school today, and as, I, as I'm heading home, I notice this lady. She, she sees that I'm coming. I'm slowing down. She hustles across. I'm like, good for her. But then there's other people that just take their sweet old time. Which one of those are you? Which one? Because I'm judging you if you're the person that drags your feet. I can't stand it. Put some hustle out there. Now, maybe you can't. And that's fine. Physically, if you're unable to, that's fine. I get it. But I see these people that are more than healthy and able to do it. What's their excuse? Well, if it's you, you're just being a dick. Quit being a dick and put some hustle and go across the street. Anyway, anyway. Now that you're going to be thinking about that every time you cross the street or every time you come to an intersection and you see people walking across the street... Who's hustling? Who's not? Am I in the minority? I might be. Because there there's a lot of people that just take their sweet old time. I like to hustle across the street. 
The other day, it was on Black Friday, day after Thanksgiving. I took my son to Walmart. Had no idea it was Black Friday. Completely oblivious to it. Like, why the hell is it so busy? Get home, start talking to my wife, and she's all, yeah, because it's Black fucking Friday. Oh. Oh. I never go out on Black Friday. It's always one of those things I always try to avoid because it's just so crazy. But then I hindsight, I started thinking about it. I was like, yeah, people were kind of crazy around us. And I just kept having to corral my son, be like, don't go near those people. They're acting a little nuts. Never once when I was in Walmart did I think, hmm, maybe it's Black Friday. Jeez. By the way, I hope you guys had a good Thanksgiving. Uh, I ate too much. Always eat too much. And I only had one plate full. My son had two and a half plates. It's disgusting. He's eight. He ate more than me. I, I can't handle that stuff. And so it's funny because I, I saw a picture of myself on, from Thanksgiving. I'm like, oh my God, I'm getting fat. So I started that night. I'm like, the diet starts tomorrow. Okay. Lost five pounds after that. Pretty crazy. So I celebrated that five pounds by eating two slices of pizza for breakfast this morning. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not joking. I love pizza. Can't get enough of it. It's delicious. Thank you, Domino's. I was trying to order through Pizza Hut, but the website sucked. Then I downloaded their app, and their app is even worse. So Pizza Hut, fix your app. Otherwise, I would have gotten your stuff. So speaking of food and diets, there's this YouTuber named Max Stanford. He, he has a, a channel, Max versus Food. He has a decent amount of subscribers. As this article was written, it was like 2,000 subscribers. I'm sure it'll go up now. So I guess in the TV show Friends, Rachel Green, played by Jennifer Aniston, accidentally ordered a menu item, and it, was, it had a layer of beef sautéed with peas and onions, eight thousand calories a meal like this one they call it a trifle i think it is anyway i don't remember the episode but maybe you do but this dude sits down he's like i'm gonna eat this eight thousand calories in one sitting probably a bad idea considering we should probably be consuming around two thousand so yeah not a good idea dude but he does it Guess how long it took him to eat this? 8,000 calories. Guess. 16 minutes. That's it. 16 minutes. And he's on his way to the hospital, most likely. He, he says he's fine. But I, that's a bad idea. Bad diet plan. Now, it's funny. I was joking that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not really joking that I ate pizza for breakfast this morning. I, ate, I think it was two slices. Kind of blacked out because... I've been, been trying to watch what I eat since Thanksgiving because it's it can go bad fast. So what I've cut out is Red Bull. I get in these ruts where all of a sudden I just get tired and I need to, you know, caffeine up. And then I buy a Red Bull. Next thing you know, I'm drinking one or two Red Bulls a day. Then you start gaining weight. So I've cut that out. I'm trying to cut down on carbs which is hard especially when we order pizza so that that's kind of gone to shit for past couple days but that's basically what I tried to do and drink more water 
and cut down my portions and just try not to stuff myself. It's first world problems, trust me. And that's really what obesity ends up being is just like we have so many options for food at the tip of our fingers, just order it and it comes to your door. So I'm trying, trying. My goal is to lose about 20 pounds. And I'll be happy about that. So we'll see. I'm at, I'm at 220 now. Yeah, solid muscle. A little bit of fat. Or maybe a little bit of muscle, a lot of fat. <laughs> so I'm solid fat. Anyway, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. I'll keep you updated. Uh, you, listen, don't wait till January 1st to start your diet. Start it now. And eat plenty of vegetables and fruit. Try your best to avoid any sort of soda, any sort of energy drink, and then try to avoid bread and just eat meat and vegetables and you'll be fine. Anyway. All right, let's get into some headlines. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. <laughs> All right, so this is a great example of why you should think outside the box. So in Amsterdam, they were having a problem with birds, just like so many other airports, where birds are getting caught in the engines and damaging their, their planes or there's crashes, all this stuff, right? In 2020, Amsterdam's airport saw around 150 bird strikes. 150, that's a lot. So what they decided to do was, how do we eliminate the birds? Well, they realized when they took a step back from the situation that all the birds were in the area because of the farmland around there eating all the, the expired crops, the crops that just didn't make it to the table or whatever, you know, just the leftover stuff, or even just the crops that are growing as they're growing. So they decided to bring in pigs. Very smart move. And what, it, what they did is the pigs would be able to come and eat the crop leftovers, which, of course, was attracting the birds. So they're removing the food source. Guess what? It seems to have worked. They're, they're still cracking down on the data and figuring it out. But they did it for six weeks. And now they're going to they're gonna come out with all their numbers. And I imagine within a, a month or so, they're going to come back and say if it was a success. It sounds like the first look at it is they're calling it a success, but they haven't officially said that. But again, like I was saying, this is a great example of taking a step back. We tend to be so focused on, there's a problem. How do we get rid of them? Oh, we should kill them. No, you don't have to do that. Here's the thing. You always try to take a step back and evaluate the whole situation. Look at it from a different angle. Sometimes the biggest problems have the easiest solutions. Write that down. You're welcome. Sometimes the biggest problems have the easiest solutions. And that can go for anything in this world. My son overslept this morning. It's first day back from break. And I didn't yell at him. Went down there, woke him up. Went down there again, woke him up. Because <laughs> he kept falling back asleep. I knew he was going to be late. And I knew his sister was going to be late because of it. 
But I was like, you need to get up. You need to go. Normally, I'd be pissed and just be like, dude, come on, let's go. Go, 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 go. I was like, I want to see what happens if I just let him figure it out on his own. So by the time he gets into the car, we're about 10 minutes late. Now, keep in mind, I, he's actually not late, but we always show up early. So in his mind, he thinks he's late. But in reality, he's not really late. So he, he's in the car. He apologized like three times. He's like, I'm sorry, guys. I, I'll, I, I'll do better tomorrow. I'm like, okay, cool. Figured it out on his own. Instead of like being just like full on in front of it, I took a step back and be like, wait a minute, maybe I should let him figure it out on his own that he screwed up. So now that being said, we'll see what he does tomorrow if he sleeps in or not. <laughs> then tomorrow I'll be like, God damn it, get out of the fucking bed. My mom used to throw like cold ice water on my sister if she didn't get up. Yeah, I wonder why they don't talk anymore. <laughs> my mom's probably listening going, God damn it, Scotty. <laughs> All right. So this next story is really interesting because I actually have a somewhat of a connection with it. So there's this guy on Reddit that is complaining because of his wife's nickname that she has. So apparently his wife, her parents thought she was going to be a boy. So they picked out the name Michael. But then when she was born, they realized, oh, shit, she's a girl. Oh, they end up calling her whatever they, they don't actually say. But the family calls her Michael as a nickname. Friends call her Michael as a nickname. Everybody calls her Michael as a nickname. Everybody. This pisses him off. Can't stand it. Said it was cute at first, but now it's just makes makes his teeth grind because he's so annoyed. He asked her to change her nickname from Michael to something else, maybe even like something close to it, like Michelle. She won't do it. She's like, no, that's my nickname. This is what he's claiming. I even had someone ask me once if my wife was trans because of the name Michael. Okay. I think that kind of tells you what is wrong with this guy. He's, uh, in a sense, kind of transphobic on this, but ultimately, he's just being a dick. Like, who gives a shit what her people call her? Is she fine with it? Yeah, who gives a shit? Not like her nickname was Turd. Dude, I have a, my buddy Mark Schlereth. His nickname Stink. Who gives a shit what people call you? As long as you're fine with it, who gives a shit? And she's fine with it. You're the one with the issue, not her. Boy, if, if, if he is so hung up on this, I, I can't imagine their relationship lasting much longer. Because who gives a shit? She's fine with it. You should be fine with it. Her whole family and her friends are fine with it. You're the problem, dude. Not her. He, he's asked her multiple times to change it, and she won't. And she's, why should she? She shouldn't. I have a friend. Her name's Kathy. Same situation. They thought she was going to be a boy. So her parents had named her already in their minds that she was going to be Jake. Comes out, she's a girl. They call her Kathy. But guess what? Guess what they all call her and her family? 
including her husband, every now and then. I, I'll hear him be like, it, it like threw me off at first. He calls her Jake. Who gives a shit? She's fine with it. It, it puts a smile on her face, especially when somebody asks. She's like, yeah, well, the, here's the story. Who gives a shit? This guy's a dick. But I, real quick on nicknames. If I meet you and you introduce yourself as, say, Richard, I'm always going to call you Richard. I will have a hard time switching to Rich or Dick, although I might call you Dick in general, but I have a hard time. Whatever the first name is that people introduce me to you as, that's what I'm going to call you as. So if you say, my name's Richard, but you can call me Rich, I'll call you Rich, right? But if all of a sudden, like I've known you for a month, and all of a sudden people are like, uh, why don't you call him Rich? Because he introduced himself as Richard. So that's what I call him, is Richard. Same type of thing. By the way, if you're over 21 and you go by Richie, take a step back. I know a guy that I used to work with still goes by Richie. At what point do you switch to Rich or Richard? I think Richie is something when you're like 20 or below. But once you get to drinking age, you need to stop. Take a second. Take a step back, like we we're just talking about. Take a step back. Reevaluate the situation. Maybe you shouldn't call yourself Richie anymore. Okay, I'm being kind of a hypocrite on that, I guess. Ultimately, if he wants to be called Richie, he can be called Richie. If that lady wants to be called Michael as a nickname, who gives a fuck? God, I bet they're divorced. Oh, I wish we could find out who they were and be like, I bet they get divorced because. I can't imagine anybody being on his side. Who gives a shit? Who fucking cares? Am I wrong on that? Am I blowing that out of proportion? I don't think it matters. My wife, I, I, I never call her a nickname. I always call her by her first name, Brandy. I don't call her Bran or anything else. She has some other nicknames in the family. I just don't do that. That's not my thing. I can't do it. It's weird. It's just, that's what's wrong with my brain. I can't, whatever I first, whatever your name is that you tell me, if your name is Dick, I will forever call you Dick. Anyway, speaking of Dick, we're going to go into some reviews of the new Ghostbusters movie, Afterlife. I saw it and... We'll get into that here in a second, but since 2010, Terrapin Care Station has been providing patients and customers with premium cannabis products at low prices. With online ordering, you can order quickly and conveniently. For up-to-date products and promotions, head to terrapincarestation.com or visit one of their six convenient Colorado locations. They have an incredibly friendly and professional staff who will help you find the cannabis products that are right for you. Whether it's in one of their dispensaries or just around town, you'll always find feel welcome and well cared for. You're free to be you at Terrapin, not just because you love weed, but because at Terrapin, weed loves you back. Terrapin, flower to the people. <laughs> this is Chris Fusley, owner of the Blake Street Tavern. I know most people go home for the holidays. Me, I stay at the Blake Street Tavern, where there's always a holiday party happening. Don't worry, you still have time to book your bash. 
with 18,000 square feet and six separate rooms, we can span the spectrum from intimate gatherings to mega corporate events. Call us at 303-675-0505 and we'll get you all the info you'd need. It's a story of Blake Street Tavern at Park and Blake, where Denver rings in the holidays. All right, so I saw Ghostbusters Afterlife. My family, we all love the Ghostbusters movie. All of them. All four of them we love. We'll get into the, the lady version here in a second, but we saw Afterlife. And the majority of people that I've run into, whether it's on social media or face-to-face, we all love it. But there are some of these people that are just way too serious with life. And I'm going to get into this afterlife. There's going to be some slight spoilers, but I'm not going to give it some of the big things away. Okay? Hopefully not. Fingers crossed. But here's the thing. I'm, I'm going through, and most of the people are like, it's like four out of four stars or three and a half out of four stars, stuff like that. It's a movie. Yes, there's a lot of reference to the previous, or the, the original, actually. That's really what it goes back to is the original movie. So the original movie came out in 1984. But some of you people are upset because of all the nostalgia that's surrounding and, and, and jammed into the afterlife version. Why does that matter? What are you expecting when you watch a movie? You're probably one of those people that really likes depressing, <laughs> like the piano. <laughs> Wasn't there a movie called The Piano that was like super depressing? That's probably what this guy is more, is more his speed. But anyway, l- let me get into this one particular guy who went on for, I'm, I'm going to summarize some of the shit that he was rambling on about. This guy has nothing going on in his life that is great. I'm guessing. I'm guessing. I'm judging. But, uh, but that's where I'm going to head towards. This guy's name is Thomas G. on Google, and he reviewed this. You would think that with a 30-plus years head start, they could have figured out a half-decent screenplay. Yes, Thomas. They should, you know what they should have done, Thomas? They should have consulted you. Because obviously, you know more than they do. Afterlife feels like a fan fiction made into a pilot of an upcoming Netflix series, and no, it is not a compliment. Oh. The plot is heavily flawed. 98% of the characters are underdeveloped and end up taking screen time for no reason. Come on, 98%? You did the math. Good for you. You actually broke it down. Don't throw out numbers like that. Shut up. 98%. 98%. Fuck off, Thomas. Jeez. It isn't scary at all. Do you think it's supposed to be scary? Would you think it's going to be like it? No? Saw? You think there's going to be blood? No. God, dude. Ghostbusters was made for the entire family. They're not going to make it super scary, you dipshit. It's about making money and making what they feel is good. You can't have it scary so all the all the little kids can't see it. The laughs are pretty much non-existent unless you are 12. Well, I laughed. So fuck off, Thomas. God. And the set decoration looks like a small soundstage on which someone is wearing a bad Gozer cosplay costume. Oh, my God. 
shut the fuck up. This guy goes on and on. Anyway, the whole point of Ghostbusters 1984 is nullified by the plot of Afterlife. Oh, really, Thomas? Oh, my God. Then he goes off on Egon's backstory. What would be next? The Ghostbusters hire a bunch of 12-year-olds to take over their business? That's only plausible in a Disney movie? Here's my thing with Thomas. Thomas, there's, there's always these people that are just angry for no fucking reason. That's what Thomas is. Thomas is upset. And we used to joke about this, and this sounds inappropriate, but bear with me. It's the best analogy I can give you, because I'm stupid. Thomas is a guy that could be getting a blowjob and sit there and complain about it. Right? I know that sounds a little disgusting, and I'm sure somebody will complain to me about it, or complain to somebody in my family about it, then get back to me! Um, but that's the type of guy Thomas sounds like. Be like, oh my God, she's using her teeth. Ugh. Slow down a little. It's not a race. It's like, dude, Thomas, shut up. Thomas, Thomas, sit down. Show me on the doll where the bad ghost touched you, Thomas. Thomas, what the fuck? It's a movie. Sit back and enjoy it. There are so many Easter eggs to the original Ghostbusters. It's great. Just stop. Stop taking life so seriously and enjoy the fucking movie. I have a hard time with it sometimes when I watch movies where I'll be like, that doesn't make sense. That could never fucking happen. Whatever it may be. Don't take life too seriously. Sometimes when I do that, my wife will be like, it's a movie. Like, you're right. You're right. Right. It's a movie. Thomas. Ghostbusters Afterlife was good. Okay. It's jam-packed with the feels, okay? It's good. Enjoy it. It's worth your money to go watch. Ugh. But it's funny, when you start looking at the reviews, they, most people love it. Most people enjoyed the movie. But then you get these people like Thomas that are like, well, I could have used a better uh, you know, plot line. It's like, fuck off, God, man. No. Those are the same people that complain about, like, Will Ferrell movies. Will Ferrell movies are meant to make you laugh. And they will make you laugh as long as your head's not up your butt. Right? Can we all agree on that? One of my favorite Will Ferrell movies is uh, uh, Land of the Lost. And I remember reading some of the reviews on that. People are like, oh, my God, seriously? It's so fake with the sleeve stacks. I'm like, that's the point. It's, it's honoring the, the TV show. Do you really... Oh, God, people, people just enjoy the movie. The silliness. Don't take life so fucking serious. But it's funny, I was going back looking at the, the original Ghostbusters. That was made in 1984. And did you know... I knew this a while back. I was watching a documentary on, on how they made Ghostbusters. And it was almost called Ghost Breakers or Ghost Stoppers or Ghost Blasters. Why? They, they wanted Ghostbusters. But in the 1970s, there was a child's comedy series named The Ghostbusters. 
which was owned by Universal. So they had to go through all these hoops to try and, you know, secure the name. So they did several takes of some of the those fake commercials that they did in the Ghostbusters where they say, you know, call the Ghostbreakers or whatever, whatever they said. You know, they would do those instead. So they did a bunch of different versions. They even had one where the banner when they're going outside to the uh, their their new uh, building that they bought where there's a banner that says Ghostbusters. They also did one that had like Ghost Blasters or Ghost Breakers on it too. So they had to do that because they were fighting to try to get the name Ghostbusters. And so they had to, they were just shooting the film. They knew they had to get the, the film. So it was like, I want to say halfway through filming that they officially secured Ghostbusters. Pretty crazy. And it is sad that Harold Ramis died in 2014. He was the guy that played Egon Spangler. And they did an amazing tribute in Afterlife to him. One that just like blows me away. Just when you watch it, it's, it's fantastic. I, I just, it, it, one of those things where as a grown man, I started to cry a little. Okay. It was good. Cause I grew up watching Ghostbusters and he died in 2014. And the fact that they were able to do what they did in this movie with him was just jaw dropping. And I really thought it was neat. Dan Aykroyd, of course, played Ray Stantz. Ernie Hudson, Winston Zeddemore. In Afterlife, he's a doctor now. He has the doctor title. I don't recall what his profession officially is. Bill Murray, Dr. Peter Venkman, Rick Moranis. He wasn't in Afterlife, but he was, uh, you know, Louis Tully. Sigourney Weaver makes a brief appearance. In Afterlife, she was, of course, Dana Barrett. So here's the big thing that I want to get to real quick. In 2016, they did a Ghostbusters movie with Melissa McCarthy, Kristen Wiig, Kate McKinnon, Leslie Jones, and Chris Hemsworth. And it uh, apparently the studio needed to make $300 million in order to break even. Well, they only made like 229 US. And so it's considered a flop. Here's what's funny. A lot of people ripped it, but there's nothing to rip other than the fact here here's here's one thing that I didn't like about it. It is they tried to make it a remake of the 84. But what they should have done is just made it kind of a a continuation, a sequel. That's my only critique of it. Otherwise, it's funny. It's actually funnier than all of them. All the others. It's the funniest one. And if you don't believe me, go back and actually watch it. And don't be like, well, I only like the original. Ghostbusters is a mad job, okay? Yes, I'm calling you sexist. Here's the funny thing. My, uh, my kids love that version the most. And I kind of like it too. Because you know, I laugh constantly through it. Come on, it's just funny. So freaking funny. And my kid's favorite Ghostbuster is either going to be Peter Venkman, 
played by Bill Murray, or Patty by Leslie Jones. They're just, those are their two favorites. Two favorites. They don't care. They're not judging because it's a girl version versus a man version. The only mistake that they made with the female version is that they tried to do it a remake. That's it. They could have, if, if they subtract that or and, and they make it just a sequel, it would have been good. It would have been great. But that being said, it still doesn't ruin the movie. Look at all these Marvel movies where they have diff- alternate universes. Great. But you got the alternate universe of Ghostbusters. I would be fine with a female sequel to Ghostbusters. Are you kidding me? Leslie Jones, I love her. She's hilarious. Kate McKinnon, Kristen Wiig, Melissa McCarthy, all hilarious. All hilarious. Great, great version. Funniest version of Ghostbusters. Uh, If you guys disagree with me, you can eat a bag of dicks. I need a t-shirt that says Duff Uncensored, and then on on the back, it says, if you disagree with me, eat a bag of dicks. I think that would be cool, wouldn't it? You're welcome. All right. In conclusion, if you don't hustle across crosswalks, you're a dick. Right? Right? Uh, I have a feeling that most of you guys don't hustle across the crosswalks, and you're looking at me like I'm an idiot. Diets also suck. Especially if you sit, if you sit down and eat 8,000 calories in one sitting, in 16 minutes, if you eat 8,000 calories, you're making a bad life choice. Boy, that, that I just don't understand that. Also, don't forget to think outside the box, guys. Right? It's going to benefit you no matter what industry you're in. Is take a step back. And remember, sometimes the biggest problems have the easiest solutions. Again, write that down. Uh, nicknames, who gives a shit if your wife or girlfriend's nickname is Michael or Jake or, well, maybe if it's Todd, you you might want to steer clear of that one. But otherwise, who cares what your nickname is? Also, Ghostbusters, go see it. Don't be expecting this elaborate, redone script. Have you been paying attention to any TV shows or movies lately? Everything's a remake or everything's a continuation. Nothing is really truly original anymore. And if it is, it usually sucks. To make it somewhat of a a continuation of the first Ghostbusters and the second Ghostbusters, that's fine. It's fine. It attached all of us to it. We understood what was going on. You could even go in there and watch it and have an idea. But I, if you've never seen Ghostbusters at all, watch the first one and then you can watch Afterlife and it will make more sense. You don't technically have to watch the second one, although I do like the second one. And if you want a good laugh, watch the one with the ladies in it. It's good. It's well worth your time. Don't be a sexist dick and go, I no, Ghostbusters are for men. Men only. (laughs) Oh, by the way, so on Thanksgiving, I offended some people because there's always those group of people that that they're like that Thomas guy. They just get offended by everything and they expect it. I don't know. 
here's the thing. So I'm talking to one person, and they're saying that in Europe it's called one thing, in the U.S. it's called another. And I don't remember what the word was. And he's like, what's the difference? I said, well, in, in Europe it just sounds snotty. And, you know, a few people laughed. And then <clears throat> snotty or snobby, whatever I said. And then somebody that wasn't even part of the conversation is like, oh, I don't think it's right that you're making fun of them because of where they, of how they talk. I'm like, oh my God, how can you look at yourself in the mirror? Life must suck if you take shit so serious. Don't be so serious. The Joker said it well. Why so serious? <laughs> anyway, I hope you, <laughs> I hope you guys have a great day. Uh, I blacked out. I want to tell you this. In all honesty, there was a point in time in this where I, I completely blacked out in the middle of this episode, and I forgot what I was talking about. I'm not joking. It was the weirdest thing. So, anyway, that's what happens when you eat pizza for breakfast. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you subscribe, and then if you're able, go ahead and share it. Thanks so much to Burns and McCoy. Check them out at burnsandmccoy.com. Blake Street Tavern, you guys rock 23rd and Blake in downtown Denver. Great atmosphere and amazing food. The Western Barbecue Cheeseburger. Get that. Trust me. It's amazing. It's going to blow your mind. And Terrapin Care Station. Go to terrapincarestation.com. That's T-E-R-R-A-P-I-N carestation.com. It's to Huff Uncensored. Let's keep moving forward. Don't be a dick and hustle across those crosswalks. We'll talk to you next time.